Hello and welcome to Sutra Side Talk. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Seelig. Alright, it's episode 41. Uh, today is Thursday, April 2nd. We are, I believe, nearing the end of the third week of uh, quarantine. At least in the city of San Francisco. Well, I am in the city of San Francisco. James, you left again. Yeah, uh, so at this point the lockdown is like statewide so it doesn't really matter where i go i guess and i just figured that seeing as i here at davis have like a studio apartment i have no roommates i literally can basically just like stay locked in my apartment for like 95 percent of my time to hopefully not catch this like horrible virus that's like rampaging through the country okay yeah, for me it's uh fingers crossed. I've I've not really since the last time we talked. I don't think I've actually gone anywhere. Holy shit, yeah, the last week I haven't really I haven't gone anywhere at all. Now I think about it. Except now I went to the I did go drop off a package at the post office real fast. Mm-hmm. I I ran in there, mask on, gloves on, ran in, shipped a package, ran back out, came home, and then I was like, that's it. But because I haven't gone anywhere, I haven't had a chance to get any gas. So right now it says I have 16 miles left worth of gas. And then something else happened. It kept saying check tire pressure. And I'm like, my tire looks fine. And then I go out yesterday and my tire's flat. And I'm uh, like, what the fuck, dude? You must have like run over a nail or something. and it just. I like ran over away. a fucking nail. Yep. Dang. And because you can see the little silver bastard sticking out, and uh, uh, today, so I've been working from home remotely for Microsoft. Uh, pretty much, I once once again not gonna really talk about much about it, but basically, it's like a shit ton of calls, uh, enough so that like my to do list of work is like building up now because I'm like, oh, I can, I'm basically gonna work on all these things, and every single time it's like another call, and then it's like, hey, you gotta do this now too, and I'm like. But I keep having these calls, so I can't do this other shit. But uh, that's all I'm going to say. I won't say anything else. It's just it's just funny how much... Uh, it, it's interesting the way we're we're doing things right now. Uh, I'll, I'll say that only, because I don't want to get in trouble if someone listens. Um, yeah, I was going to ask, like, what could they be asking you to do, like, from home? But you probably can't get into specifics. Uh, wow. I mean, I probably could, but I just... I try to stay away from it anyway. Yeah, no, that's, that's but, probably safe. Yeah, so... Uh, because of that, though, I'm working, like, 9 to 6 most days, mm. and then, uh, like, 9 to 4, I think, Fridays for now, and, uh, I get, like, an hour, I, you know, I get, like, hour lunches and shit still, so today's lunch was just me running outside, pulling out the spare tire, which <laughs> was a donut tire, which is, like, one of those smaller tires that are, like, not even the full size of a tire. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, basically they'll give you like some shitty not real tire, and I'm like, really, this is what I gotta use. So I basically did all the shit. You know, you pull out the, uh, you pull everything out. You lift the tire or lift, you lift the car. You get all the bolts off, take off the tire, put the new tire on, and then you put everything back. And I, I got it done in about thirty minutes, maybe maybe less. Um, but it was also me like, not I wasn't rushing or anything. And it's also fun to do it just like on the sidewalk. People are jogging by like. Oh, okay. <laughs> just yeah. like, you know, staying away. Uh, so that was kind of funny. And then I ran back in and went back to work afterwards. I was like, oh, fun lunch. But uh, besides all that kind of shit, it's just been... 
I finish work and I'm like, I could probably do other stuff, but I'm already just tired of work. So I'm like, I, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go play some games, which I've gotten a lot done. Uh, we've been, I feel like we've been just, I don't know. It, it, it's like everything feels so much different now, but at the same time, I think because we're not in bad situations, it just kind of feels like, eh, whatever, you know, I was fucking inside, dude, you know, what? can't really yeah it's like we, can't really do much outside it's like we, i haven't gone outside at all like I, I haven't gone outside for walks i just keep forgetting because i'm like oh i'm done with work i'm just gonna fucking play something or watch something or like uh i haven't worked out as much as i've wanted to just because like you know works the full duration yeah. of like the main portion of the day by the time it gets to the point where i'd work out at night because i just go from work to the gym i'm already home so i'm like Ah, let's do it tomorrow or something. Yeah, so I, I've been pretty. Sh- I've been pretty bad on the on the exercise. No, I, front, I feel you. Least. Like I tried the other day to like I haven't exercised in like two weeks or whatever. So the other day I was just like, well, let's get into the habit of doing like some at least some push ups and sit ups and some squats, so I can get like sort of a full body workout. But I'm used to doing like, I don't know. I guess kind of heavy weight lifting at the gym. Like I'm no I'm no power lifter or anything, but I just I like weightlifting, and so it doesn't like kind of work the same, I guess. So I don't know. Like I we were talking earlier, I bought myself like a like a uh, a pull up bar and some uh, resistance bands to just like do some basically like really small cheap equipment that I can that's like not gonna break the bank that I can do some exercises without having to go outside or anything. I don't know. I might try to do like a run every once in a while, but like I said, I'm trying to really minimize the amount of time being outside because yeah. being immune compromised, I really don't know how much I should worry about this shit because like I'm a pretty fit dude and whatnot, but yeah, I like my immune system is kind of shit. So I could be one of those cases that like if I catch it, it's gonna be bad. You just get fucked, yeah. So no, that would not I'm, be. Fucked. I'm really trying not to be one of those statistics there. No, easily. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, I, I mean, who knows? You could be perfectly healthy and just get screwed. And that's like, the thing. It's yeah. to people already. So I, I, I just it's not even me for like a, like before. I was like, yeah, I just won't go out certain times because other people are out. Now it's like. I just don't have time <laughs> again, or I'm just doing other stuff. But I really should get outside again. Like I've had my window open all the time now uh, until it gets like nighttime, and then mosquitoes come out and stuff. But uh, I just, yeah, I just haven't been outside. I'm probably becoming pale. I'm like a, a pale, long-haired creature, which doesn't. It's it's just like my jufro is coming in. Like I, I I tried shaking my head today, and I could just feel my hair move. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. Which for you guys don't know, um, what what I've been. I will say this for all my work calls so far, and just anything involving a camera. I've just been nonstop wearing this hat right now that I'm currently wearing. It's a Duff beer hat that I got at Universal Studios years ago. Like I forget. It was whenever the Simpsons Park opened up. This is like, I don't know if it was before or after I went to SCAD for school. Um, but I got a Duff Beer hat basically when I went to the Simpsons uh, World in Universal when it first opened, I think. And 
I never wore it for anything because I'm like, I'm not going to go outside and wear a Duff beer hat. I was like, I thought it through and I was like, why the fuck do I have this? So now I'm like, oh, all these work calls. I'm just going to start wearing this because I don't feel like, I, I honestly have been too lazy to brush my hair because... Dude, I feel you there. <laughs> well, for two reasons. One, like I, I'd brush my hair and then go to work and it's like, it wouldn't be too, it would be like that short to mid size for my hair. So it, it's like... It'll go all the way back, but if I don't put, like, some pomade or something in there, it'll automatically curl on its own and naturally just become very curly and won't stay down. And even sometimes, at a certain point, even when you put in pomade, it, it'll still overrule it and just go, no, this isn't how this works, and just start curling again and just doing its own thing. It's grown so much now that it's literally, like, this has happened before when I was younger, when I used to let it grow out. It's a point where I try to brush it the best I can, but it just, it does its own thing. It's literally, you can't do anything about it. It, it, It's its own man. It's a a grown man, and it says, no, this is my life. And uh, uh, right now, basically, the only thing I could do is put on a hat. So, otherwise, it's a giant, it's just puff. It just puffs out. If I put my head down, my hand down, like you, there's a small length of time it takes for my hand to get to my actual scalp. Damn. Yeah, it's just you got legit it, it just cushioning on your head. Oh no, it's a full cushion, dude. It's like a probably two, three inch cushion at the very least. Ah. Uh, it's I don't even know if that's re- accurate or not, but it's it's big, guys. It's big. It's fucking yeah. Jufro. Yeah, I haven't had a haircut incarnate. in a while. I was planning on having one in spring break, so I like could be set for the next three months but at this point i think i'm just gonna let it grow out and see what happens at least i'm for the most part remembering to at least shave my face though and just kind of you know keep it trimmed i always have a beard and stuff but nothing too long i did let like within the first two weeks i did let it grow out a little too much and it was just kind of getting to that point where it was actually itchy and i was like okay you gotta go yeah but uh, I just need to do it because I've, I've been bad. I'm mean, like, oh, once a week. So now I'm like, all right, I got to get at least uh, three times if I can, just like every other day or something, just to keep things in order at the very least. I'm so bad at keeping a regular order shaving. I mean, it's you got it a little bit easier. You, still, you, you got that. Yeah, my, my facial hair it doesn't, doesn't grow, grow that fast. fast at all. Yeah. Like it literally takes Mine's like, like a fucking jungle. <laughs> it takes like a full week for mine to start getting like kind of scruffy. It's like, uh, mine's just like the Hydra. You cut it off and then just more comes out. It's like, it's like, oh God, the beard. Watch out, guys. It's bristly. Uh, all right. So that's pretty much what's been going on with us for this whole time. Uh, besides, you know, all the shit we've been watching and playing and whatnot, which we'll get to at the end. We'll actually have time this time, but we have so much now that it will, we're going to do a very, we're going to divvy up the time between us and just kind of get through what we can in that allotted amount of time yeah. depending how far, how long it takes to get through uh the corona news gaming news and a little bit of movie news um yeah my list but, has gotten pretty crazy at this point so even if even if we had like all the time in the world i feel like i'd really only want to give you guys like maybe three or so things off each list because like it could take a while yeah and uh yeah, pretty much. Uh, also, guys, I almost forgot one last thing. If you guys want to write in, you know, email us at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. If you, um, if you email a question that you want us to read on the show and answer on the show, 
and we actually do that and you're the first person to email and get it read on the show you will get a code for the game i helped create i did the sound design on it called midnight ultra it's on steam for pc uh or on pc i guess on the client's steam specifically uh so you'd get a code for that it's like a three dollar 33 cent game it kills time free for two hours at least while you're indoors uh we did have another email Uh? (laughs) it was yeah it was one of my friends uh he his question was what are we currently playing fair and i'm like that's we already cover that though that's like yeah i'm like uh well shit i'm still i haven't i haven't decided if i want to count that or not because that doesn't really do anything either i'm like fuck no one gives us any good questions on the other so hand, far though, we've had we actually haven't been answering that recently. So for two episodes, though, that's only yeah. been two episodes. I, I I don't count that. Plus, I don't even know if he's actually been listening lately. because oh. he he did stop for a good amount of time for like months. Uh, so I don't even know if he's heard the last couple. I think you just saw when I post. I put it on. I started putting on like, oh, you could ask questions on like Instagram stories, and that's where you saw it most likely. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, make it yeah. easy for people. Cool. Yeah, it wasn't like last week where the dude was like, could I get the cold still? And it was like, fuck off, bro. It's a very low bar we're asking here. Yeah, it's like, come on, just give us something like, honestly, semi-intelligent. It's not come even on. so much that we're just like trying to give stuff away. It's just that like, we honestly think it would be fun to have people like inter- to interact with, not just to like listen to our stuff. I mean, we really appreciate that and all. But, like, I don't know. It'd just be really fun if we got some people to, like, yeah. kind of go back and forth with, you know? And I'm not trying to ration out these codes. I mean, like, being hogging these codes. I've had these codes forever and been wanting to get rid of them for, like, the longest time now. I've just been, like, you know, just earn them. That's it. <laughs> Unless it was, like, some specific giveaway I did for something else, which currently, obviously, not going to happen if we're all indoors. So, okay. Without further ado... We're going to uh, get into Corona news uh, affecting the current industry of like gaming, movies, television, everything else. Uh, it's going to be, there's a few that are more interesting to talk about, but otherwise it will be pretty much mostly a quick run through and uh, other news that we talk about afterwards will also be a lot shorter than what we had last week. So it'll be, we'll see how fast we can go through it. All right, first off. Uh, PlayStation Network has slowed uh, the speed for downloading anything on it uh, by, I'm not sure by how much, but basically they slowed the speeds for downloading just to assist with, you know, the internet traffic currently that could, you know, overwhelm everything. I believe they said it's like, it's not, they're not slowing their service enough that you will notice it affecting online gameplay, but it's just like things will take a little bit longer to download. Yeah. And it's uh, specifically, at least so far, for the U.S. and Europe. And really, like, I'd rather have a game downloading for a while where I could just watch something in the meantime than me playing a match and getting screwed over because of that. Yeah. Uh, on, like, Call of Duty or something. Like, I'd ra- it's it makes a lot of sense. Like, strategically speaking, I'm glad it's download speed specifically because that's, like, the least thing you could lose out from. And everyone has so much time now, really, like, it's not going to hurt you to wait maybe an extra hour at the most, like, hour, maybe two, maybe. Read a book or something, I don't know. Read a book, watch fucking Netflix. I heard Tiger King's popular right now. I've been watching it myself, but everyone's talking about it. I watched it. It's pretty great. It's fucking insane. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We'll get to, hopefully, by next episode, I'll have at least started it. I'm not sure yet. 
if I have time. But, uh, all right, that's one. Uh, CD Projekt Red, uh, you know, they're located in Poland, the big devs of Witcher 3, upcoming Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, they have donated almost a million dollars in U.S. dollars, but basically the equivalent of whatever it is in Poland for that currency, uh, to fighting, basically, like, to aiding in the fight against corona in Poland specifically. So they're really... You know, that's a good amount of money. Uh, hopefully that really finds its way into helping the people of Poland, and that's awesome. Which, honestly, I'm happy to say I've got a couple more uh, news related to that for other companies as well that have done the same thing, or something relatively the same, which is kind of cool. But, uh, next up, remember when we talked about China reopening, or some of the smaller, you know, smaller businesses in China reopening? Yeah, like I... I yeah, they got closed again. Yeah, like I half want to laugh about <laughs> it, because like... They literally, it was like one, one day the news is, hey, China's doing pretty great. They're opening the theaters again. People can go outside. Next day, it was a bad idea. There's we, we're not doing way. this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, it was like actually the day after we recorded, I feel like. It was like immediately after. I was just, I, I laughed to myself because it was just the situation. It's like, wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, which makes sense, though. They do want to avoid a potential second wave. Yeah. Of, uh, like, because like the, corona cases, so that it's honestly very that's smart on their yeah. Because from what I've heard, they like they were like on the the end of the bell curve where like the cases are going down every day instead of up. So, like yeah, hopefully s- stick with that. <laughs> yeah, and then next up, uh, if you're you've been bored with ESPN because you're not getting any new sports. Uh, they have decided to put sports movies in the slots of Friday nights for people. So if you want to watch a sports movie on Friday night, just tune into ESPN now because that's what they'll be showing is some some good old sports movies. Interesting. Or sports-themed movies, I guess. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, because I, I think, you know, Disney owns them, so I'm sure there will probably be more Disney-owned properties they will be on there. Maybe they've oh, gotten yeah. access to others. I forgot yeah, about so, that. I'm assuming at one point or another you're gonna see. Remember the Titans on there, dude. There's so many of those like feel-good sports movies on Disney Plus. It's like a whole category. Will it be Dennis Quaid's The Rookie? Like you got all these different ones to choose from. I'm sure. If they don't, I don't know if they're showing just one a week or if it's like a couple. I- I'm not too sure specifically, but at least you'll get at least one sports movie a week now. If they don't so show the Sandlot, I'm gonna riot. Even though I don't even watch ESPN. It's on Disney Plus, so I don't see I know, it's I already on Disney Plus, yeah. so I can just watch it there. <laughs> no, I mean, like, if it's on Disney Plus, I feel like they'll have access to throw it on ESPN. So yeah. It's all from the yeah. same company, too. All right. Next up, uh, more Disney-related stuff. So the Disney executives have all taken pay cuts during for the, at least the yeah. current uh, duration of Corona. I don't know if they'll do it the whole time, but at least for now, because, you know, they got a fuck ton of money. Yeah, I, I saw Bob... Bob Iger? Is that his name? Yes, former chairman, uh, which or right. former CEO now, just uh, chairman on, like, I guess the board or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he is foregoing his salary entirely. Yeah. Which I thought was actually really cool. Yeah. Uh, he, it's, it's really big for him to do that. Like, normally, you know, in most situations, you see executives from any big company go, oh, God, look at this terrible situation. Sorry, everybody, we're going to have to, uh, it's you or my bonus, and I choose my bonus. You're all fired! 
Yeah. And lately, at least, because I think also the current backlash a company can get right now, because now you have all these people at home with nothing to do for a lot of them, all waiting to see anything online. And the minute you do one bad thing, social media is just going to eat you currently. Look at what happened to Randy Pitchford, like two days ago or like oh, i miss what happened to him okay so um randy pitchford the ceo of gearbox yes he's basically yeah, yeah he's, he's in charge of gearbox so apparently and again i can't remember exactly where gearbox is is located but apparently where they are austin boston so okay austin austin, oh, austin texas. texas it is in texas yeah. okay so apparently where they are located it is legal for they for Gearbox to not pay their developers like uh, like the regular wages of the like the industry wages or something like that. If they, it's Texas, yeah, they have no taxes. Well, here's the thing: the the trade off is like they can pay them less, but they have to offer the um, the employees like a cut of the game royalties or something. So the idea is like if the game does really well, then they'll get compensated like as well or better than if they had just gotten paid like a regular salary or something like that. Yeah. And so apparently uh I I believe Gearbox executives are trying to pitch this as like they just miscalculated how much money they would need to make off of Borderlands 3 to give the devs, they're like huge bonuses that they were expecting. So, like the, to be fair, the, the 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 devs that worked on Borderlands Three are still getting bonuses, but they're just like a lot lot smaller than they were expecting, uh, which is kind of shitty because a lot of people are like stuck at home, not working right now. Uh, wait, wait. So this isn't even related to the virus. This isn't even necessarily related to the virus. It's just Randy Pitchford is just like. Mm, I'm not giving you all your bonuses because he didn't make uh, enough money off of Borderlands 3, which was, like, still pretty wildly, ex- like, successful. I think the issue is just that, like, because Borderlands 3 was in, like, development hell for, like, a little bit and they, like, changed engines at some point, it was it ended up costing a little bit more than they were expecting to make it. So the amount of money that they would have needed to make off of sales to recoup the, like, development costs was like just a little bit too high and apparently they also had to like recoup the costs of um the dlc as well which was somehow like a budget of 100 million dollars or something like that so was it good i don't know like i I haven't touched portland i haven't i still haven't finished that game and i I didn't even bother with the season pass because i haven't even finished yeah that's the thing is i never got borderlands 3 when it came out Uh, i think i got it for chris for his birthday and he said he really liked it and i would like to get it at some point but it's just, like, really shitty that Randy Pitchford just seems to keep trying to find ways to either, like, act like a dick or just screw over his own employees. Also, the I, again, I don't know if this is, like, true, but supposedly when people complained at Gearbox, like, but you promised us, like, these bonuses or, like, bigger bonuses, his response was basically like, well, if you don't like it, you don't have to work here. It's like shitty, shitty reaction or response like that. Wow. Damn. Talk about a boss of the year, you know? Yeah. Just, uh, looking out for his people. Speaking of shit the people are looking for online to just like jump on is like, you're being a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> damn. That's that. Damn. I, I'm going to look at 
look at that a little bit more. Is yeah. it on Twitter by any chance? I uh, I saw it on. Oh, I've, I know. Um, oh, what's his name? The guy who does Jim Jimquisition, Jim Sterling. Uh, he did a video on it earlier, and I saw that. And okay. I was like, what? <laughs> okay, I'm definitely gonna take a look at that later. All right, so oh, it was a sorry, uh, it was a Kotaku article that I first. Oh, okay, out. that's what it was. Gotcha. All right. Uh, so effective April fifth was the date uh, that the Disney execs were going to take the cuts, which like uh, Bob Chapek, the new CEO we talked about, uh, he's taking a fifty percent pay cut, and others are like twenty percent less or thirty percent or more. Like it, it's all different. Like they're all taking different cuts specifically um and, uh, except for Iger who just said like none which like he's you know, just like I don't really need it <laughs> he really he really doesn't no you're CEO of Disney you can probably buy a small country to be honest but you yeah. know that's probably not inaccurate <laughs> I, I know at the very least probably a city in a small country at the very least but okay uh next up we got sorry i kind of fell off there for a second oh right so we got some remember i talked about like uh, a lot of movies being delayed and definitely or their dates yeah. shifted so sony came back with a new i guess uh timeline for their movies uh we got uh, i'm gonna list it off this is from an ign article uh venom 2 it wasn't delayed specifically uh but it's maintaining its october 2nd release date for this year as well as the the monster hunter movie is still september 4th i literally which, forgot both of those exist i knew venom too i've been excited for that monster hunter i forgot that existed yeah uh which uh I, i'm pretty sure it's gonna be in, akin to the style of the resident evil movies because it's got mila jovovich and i think the same director as well which is her husband too uh but i wasn't sure like it's one of the questions you got to ask if all these movies are being delayed does that like what does that do to all of the other movies that might not be affected specifically by the virus but now just affected by the delays of the other movies like does it just kind of push down the escalator or is it like oh we fell past these other movies going up and they don't really get touched by it it's just people now hanging off the railings going when are we gonna get back up uh i don't know if that's a good mm. analogy or not but whatever uh so you know those movies are still fine Uncharted, which halted production, you know, uh, it went from the March 5th, 2021 release date to the now October 8th, 2021 release date. So about, uh, what is that, six months or so? Uh, so they're hoping for not, like, not even a year delay. Yeah, just like a six month delay. We'll see. And then uh, the Morbius movie with uh, Jared Leto, uh, that is now March 19th, which actually is less time because originally it's gonna be july 31st or wait wait what? never mind that's not i thought it was moved up i thought it was gonna release july 31st last year it was just released july 31st this year uh, it's now been delayed to march 19th 2021 okay. so that's a, a big one too i think I, I think they're just pushing everything back six months uh, at least from like the summer from now till the summer and a unspecified uh sony marvel title was slated for uh October 8th, 2021 is now to be determined. And then uh, we got these other... Wait, is that it? Oh, yeah. Ghostbusters has gone from July this year to March 5th, 2021 next year. The Ghostbusters Afterlife. That was oh, actually... Yeah. That looked pretty good. I was excited for that. 
but understandable, of course. Uh, so those are at least were is what Sony has. So specifically, the ones affected are Morbius, uh, Venom, not Venom. Sorry, uh, it was Morbius, Ghostbusters, and uh, what was oh Uncharted. Those are like the th main three that were affected by this. All right. Next up, we got uh, Game Delay, actually. So Wasteland 3, made by uh, Black Island Studios, uh, recently bought by Microsoft. Uh, they make the Wasteland games as well as Bard's Tale games. They have delayed Wasteland 3 from May 19th to August 28th because uh, the issues and difficulties of working remotely at home uh, has pretty much, I guess, delayed the progress of making the game, which, like, uh, they were nearing the finish line they, they basically probably had like another month month and a half i'd say of work before it kind of went gold most likely but now that's time that's stretched into a much longer time frame because probably like uh you know they don't have like the server of their studio and stuff so now it's or like you know the the, the speed power tech of their studio is now just uh i'm at home oh. with the internet i got i didn't even think of that yeah, so that's, that's honestly how that's going to affect um, developers. Like, I mean, uh, CD Projekt Red's been working from home. Bungie, Bungie actually did a really good job. They, before anything was decided with the state, they started shifting everything to remote working before anything else happened. That's good. And I think they actually came out pretty pretty well. So, like, they've said there were, like, delays in some Destiny content, maybe. But otherwise, like, uh, they've been they've been good to go working remotely because I, I think they also because of this early planning they were able to i guess like figure out better ways to utilize their tech from people's houses and stuff like that so at least like they, they had more logistical advantage if anything i wonder if they like bought more servers for the for destiny just in case like traffic goes up because literally well, i mean traffic had to have gone up because of uh, trials of osiris oh, that's but true. then again it wasn't like shadow keep high because when shadow keep happened like people couldn't get on dude if, if my apartment let me use the fucking ethernet uh, oh i forgot wall, I, you're screwed again i literally would just like that's like the one thing that i was gonna be i knew i was gonna be annoyed about was like okay i'm gonna be stuck in my apartment again for like a while the only problem is like i can't use my consoles for shit anymore I forget, do you even have online on the Switch at all, or no? No. Uh, but at least, like, so the sad. Switch is, like, somewhat less designed to be, like, an always-online How do you thing. get friends? Do you have Animal Crossing? I do, but I don't even bother How with do them. you have your friends visit you? What friends? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even bother with, uh, with uh, the Animal Crossing and uh, multiplayer. And honestly, from what I've heard, is, like, it's not that great anyway. So, I don't know. I feel like I'm not missing too much. Okay. Apparently, there's, like, a huge-ass loading screen, like, every single time someone, uh, like, shows up at your uh, island and leaves your island. Well, yeah, dude. They're flying on a little plane to get to your place from their island. You know how long that takes in that little flight? Yeah, but why would you, who's already loaded the island, have to do another loading screen? Because you can't just wait there. For your friend to get there you have to load your waiting for your friend to get there okay i feel like i just missed that then <laughs> yeah obviously come on dude you really just want to be there waiting a magazine and watch that on the screen clearly nintendo is much smarter than me about game design yeah. or you know what it's just like do you want to circle the airport over and over 
and then like you stop for a second so you can wait for them and then some cop or some other dude is like yo get the fuck out keep circling and waste your gas and other shit and then you're like god leave me alone i wonder if like mr Rossetti is in this game there's like a thing where like if you used to reset your gamecube or whatever it would like some mole would show up and be like yo don't do that shit because it fucks with your save and it's bad (laughs) and so like but i don't know how to fucking reset the switch uh, anymore so i'm just like does he exist anymore (laughs) oh my god (laughs) that's pretty good all right uh comic news uh dc and marvel comics have halted new releases for uh pretty much any new physical and digital comics currently they're just like releasing their trade compilation books uh like the graphic novels and whatnot all majority of like the big publishers now have all halted comics so comic book retailers can survive just because or at least attempt to survive uh just because uh with like diamond halting it the whole thing was like you get all these books you have to buy all these comics and then everyone's at home so a good chunk of your uh customer base isn't buying which means you just spend all this money and you still have to like you know pay for the property and everything else and you have to pay for your employees and then now you're out of business and it sucks so with no one publishing anything, it means that a lot of the stores now do not have to order stuff. Or if they did, like, they can do uh, returns now and get full refunds, apparently. Which is really good. Uh, the, the cool thing about this is it helps the publishers. I mean, it, it helps the comic book shops. It really does. And for now, like, if you go online, if you go see all these writers and artists, uh, they're just still working. Because they still get to create stuff, but basically, like, some artists have a little bit of, they, some of them do have extra time, so you see all these artists doing all these extra pieces of work, uh, some are releasing, like, cool stuff of, like, concepts they had before, and it's, it's, it's honestly really cool, actually, this is the best time, go on Twitter, go on everything, look at all cr- different creative people, and they either are creating new content just for, like, you know, to stem your time, or telling you stuff from the making of things and all that kind of stuff, which we'll talk about in a little bit, specifically with Zack Snyder. But uh, it's honestly a treasure trove right now, I'd say. Uh, but yeah, you know, support your comic book store when it's back in business. Or, you know, right now if they still are open, if you can. Next up, Bethesda cancels QuakeCon for this year. That was going to happen in August, and it was its 25th anniversary. So damn, that's kind of... That's kind of a shame. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, they also, Bethesda, isn't having a digital show to replace for their E3 press conference. So mm. that's a that's kind of a big one, which uh, Microsoft and Ubisoft are still going to do digital fronts. And then Sony undoubtedly will have their giant PS5 reveal and the game titles and everything else. So we still got at least those three for sure doing something sometime soon from like probably around june-ish i'm sure uh maybe ea will probably do something as well i'm not really sure but at least for now bethesda's out i actually really hope uh honestly uh, to like i don't really know what they would show at this point because they've released like a lot of the stuff they had in their arsenal like they got what maybe wolfenstein 3 they could show um yeah i was did they already do a second evil within they did maybe a third one i don't 
I don't really know. I doubt they'd show Starfield. That's so unlikely that they'd is, show Starfield. Is Bethesda doing Evil Within? E, they. I mean, that's their game. But are you? Are you mean like? Are they making one? No, I. I thought that that was Ubisoft for some reason. I don't know why. That's Bethesda. Weird. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, like, other than maybe showing off, like, where um, uh, the Evil Within is at this point, like, I really feel like it's it's still too early to hear anything about Starfield, or whatever. It, it's is that what it was called again? Starfield. Yeah, it was Starfield. Uh, it, yeah, because I don't. I, I'd rather them just stay silent about it and not say anything and be like, "Hey, look, we have a new engine, and we've actually." made something of quality that you can look at at least yeah <laughs> and I mean, be like yo finally <laughs> it only took like a decade or uh no it's been more than that actually and i i feel like they it would be a bad idea to do fallout 76 news because like at this point it would just be like hey remember the wastelanders dlc that we talked about a year ago let's talk about that again because it's still not out uh, uh yeah wait which one the, the Wastelanders DLC where they're bringing actual NPC characters. Oh, they, they already yeah they already talked about that it was delayed. Yeah, because of I think everything right now. So I guess. so it's delayed again. Okay. I don't know. So don't feel, I, maybe it was. I don't know. It's I just know it's delayed. So I don't yeah, know how many times it's been I, delayed? I really just can't think of like what what I mean, and maybe they could have surprised me at E3. I don't know, but I can't think of what Bethesda would have to like put even put a put together like a half hour show yeah Uh, and it it's it's kind of weird to see it happen like this because they went from like when they first started doing conferences it like they came in with a bang they were like yo check this shit out and you're like whoa oh my god this is like one of the best ones i remember and then it kind of went i guess from like last year forward or maybe two years ago forward it was just kind of like Okay. Yeah, it's like I remember when they first announced that they were gonna do an E3 show. I was like, "Really? Bethesda's gonna do a show like on their own? They're not just gonna make a show a game off on like Sony or Microsoft stage or something like that? They're they're gonna do their own show? What are they ever gonna fill like an hour long show with? And yeah, it was like fucking amazing. It was like hit after hit of just shit that I was just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they got so much shit coming." That's amazing. And then, yeah, like, the next year, like, how many shows have they done at this point? Uh, was their first show, was it with the one where they should Fallout 4, or was it before that? Oh, man, I can't remember. I can't remember if they've done two or three shows at this point. But either way, like, I, I... No, no, it's been more than that. Fallout 4 came out in 2015. Oh, shit, for real? Damn, wow. Yeah, that was, they went, hey, check out Fallout 4, check out Fallout Shelter, check out all this stuff, and you're yeah. just like... And then they're like, Fallout 4 is just announced, also comes out later this year in, like, f- three months, and you're like... Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're just losing your shit. Dude, that, that was what I was expecting, and I, I love... That was, that was, that was, like... That was them just high on themselves going, check it out. And you're just like, oh my God. But I, I it was, it was a great, that was a good year. Yeah. That was a good year for the Thursday. I do agree with you though, that like after a few years, you're just kind of like, okay. What's happening in Elder Scrolls Online and Elder Scrolls Legends this time? <laughs> We're bringing elsewhere. 
I think now they're doing Greymore now, apparently. Yeah, it's dude, it, like literally darker side of the dark heart of Skyrim, and I was like, I it, that it's the first time since like I feel honestly since it first came out that I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. To be honest, it's like all this vampire stuff, and it looks really cool, but I'm like, I I don't have time. I'm sorry, I can't do an MMO like that. It is kind of crazy that it seems like every few months or so at this point, there's just like another huge expansion coming to Elder Scrolls Online, and I'm just like, damn, should I be playing that game? Seems like they got like all of Tamriel in there now. Yeah, it's, I mean, like I said before, it's like before I'd play that, I would play DC Universe Online, just because I have a level 30 character in there that I could still work on, and I only did the base vanilla stuff i didn't even do the end game stuff because at that time when i played it that was like my first mmo and i didn't understand how mmos worked so i I didn't really do anything else i was just like i just want the bad armor i just want the bad armor for my character and that probably that gear probably sucks now i don't now that i understand mmos a lot more there's probably like gear that just destroys that gear and maybe the level caps raised i have no idea but like that's a game where i did feel like i should probably eventually go back to and just be like oh you know what's what's going on especially of all the worlds to really jump into like nothing beats dc really yeah on that kind of in that area yeah i haven't played too many mmos but dc universe online was a super fun one like i really liked that and i'm not even like that big a dc fan like i like dc but it's just like i really got sunk into dc universe online that was a super fun one yeah, it's 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 a game. Honestly, I'd love to go back to, but it 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 just you know, the current games of online that can really take over is still like Destiny Two, Division Two, Red Dead Online, and uh, you know, Mon Warfare, Apex. Like those five games right now are kind of like the top five online games where I'm like, ah, I do want to get back to these. Like my game logs actually stop me from touching those games, or Destiny Two stop me from playing the rest of those games. Yeah. So it's like. Uh, it's hard having all these different choices because you, you could focus on one and exceed in it or divide yourself up between all of them and just kind of get some stuff done in each, I guess, and not really fulfill, I guess. Dep- it, it, it's just really how how rooted you are in one versus the other and stuff. Like These all obviously weren't meant for like one person to to play uh, yeah. for the most part they're like different audiences it's just that i have the shitty luck of liking too many things and i really hate myself for it most days to be honest so too many things not enough time yeah i wish i was a lot more picky like i was with my vegetables when i was a kid <laughs> oh that would be a life you know all right we're almost done with the <laughs> all right i'm gonna try to blast through the last of this uh speaking of rockstar uh they'll be donating five percent of their online revenue uh to corona efforts from the start of April to the end of May. So anything you buy online for Rockstar, uh, I guess whether it's on GTA Online, Red Dead Online, or just maybe on like uh, Xbox, PlayStation, PC fronts, uh, you'll pretty much uh, be 5% of whatever you're doing there is going to be going to fight Corona, which is nice. Or at least helping the efforts against it. That's nice, though. And then one more uh, in that area. Sony is pitching in $100 million dollars a hundred million dollars uh, to the global uh, it's a global relief fund to uh, combat corona, and I think they said. Let me actually pull that up real fast. They said they were specifically targeting a uh, three areas. I saw. Let me pull up the IGN article for that kind of thing. Uh, let's see. 
organizations such as so uh actually you know what all you need to know is that they're doing that they're donating 100 million if you really want to look and see what they're doing like in detail because it's it's basically being divvied up to different areas but uh it point is though there that's how much the entire company this isn't like playstation and this is like sony as a whole is doing this which is really cool in their part and then uh last two uh the last one's gonna be actually big that'll probably be bigger than the regular news we got uh, South by Southwest is teaming up with Amazon for South by Southwest Online. Or I think it's called Southwest for Southwest Online. I'm not Interesting. sure. Yeah, so what's going to happen is they're going to be having an online film festival on Amazon Prime Video. And it's going to be from, uh, what was the day? Is it, it's going to be like a 10-day duration. And... Uh, the films that would be in it, or that would have been, I guess, at South by Southwest, will be available in front of the Prime Video paywall and free to all audiences around the country with or without an Amazon Prime membership. All that is needed is a free Amazon account. Uh, participating filmmakers will receive a screening fee for streaming their film over the 10-day period. All right, so it's not that they're... Wait, are, is it like there's a, a channel streaming all these videos? Or you get to at home stream? You get to at home stream. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so all the all the movies that would have been there, or the ones that choose to opt in. Uh, yeah, so it's that's pretty cool, honestly. I, I don't know how many movies it's going to be, but I guess we'll see whichever filmmakers want to participate in that kind of thing. It's honestly pretty awesome. And now for the last one, we got some tragic news today uh, in terms of uh, delays. This is actually, this is a big one. Like, this is a big one. Uh, two games were actually delayed from Sony. Uh, first of which, smaller scale, but big for the VR, was Air- Iron Man VR. Oh, yeah. Uh, that has been delayed indefinitely. Eh. And along with that was The Last of Us Part Two, also that- delayed indefinitely. Yeah, that was the one that I was really shocked about because I was like, damn, that was only a few months away and I thought they were like just bug squashing at this point, which they are, yeah. but like, I don't know. Well, it, Iron Man VR was going to come out May 14th and then oh, really? Last of Us, yeah, and The Last of Us Part 2 was supposed to come out May 29th and basically there's no further release date until everything blows over. Uh, the current thing, at least for both, was uh, it sounds like that they wanted to... Like, they're, they're, they said for Last of Us, they're fixing bugs currently, and they were on track to still finish, I guess, even if they're working remotely and whatnot, but they don't want to launch the game in these in this current uh, environment. They don't feel like it's the best form of launch they could have with their fans, is what they're saying. So they don't want to, like, put these games out and have just, like, a crappy online-only launch. You know, they want people... They It sounds like they want to really, like, you know advertise it they want to make it go all over the place you want it printed copies coming to you you want digital copies you want to go to a store and get it all that kind of stuff yeah and maximize its like range to be everywhere plus shipping which shipping all those like special editions which i wish i had the money to spare to get that <laughs> i got i got uh, two different versions because i couldn't decide i got the uh collectors and the limited editions i didn't get the ellie edition that one sold out before i could get my hands <laughs> i don't on know it. why but i want that fucking backpack I haven't, I kind of do too, but I also already have like a Microsoft backpack that actually works really well, but also I have a backpack from Razer 
that I don't use, but I also basically have whenever my Microsoft backpack is, like, retired. So I'm like, I actually don't need backpacks anymore, so I don't want a third backpack, I guess. That's the thing, is it literally just looks like a a Jansport backpack, and I'm just like, I could literally just buy a Jansport backpack and just pretend. (laughs) I think you just like that, you're just like, oh, Last of Us Part 2. That's the thing, I want to know. I want to know that it's from that special edition. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, uh, I I haven't decided which one I'm going to get yet, because... I have two scenarios what I can do. I could cancel the one I don't get, or I could be that guy and profit off of one of them. I haven't honestly decided. I'm probably going to cancel one because I don't want to be that guy, and I also don't want to deal with shipping that. If it's the collector's edition, I don't want to ship a big old box. But, uh, yeah, it's it, we'll just see what happens with the, with the current situation. See when it blows over, what's going to happen with these games. But, you know, expect, like, you know, Wasteland 3 was delayed. These have been delayed now. Who knows what else is going to be delayed. One thing I do want to think about, though, is... Ghost of Tsushima is coming out at the end of June. So they're already yeah. a month apart. I saw... Last of Us and Ghost. Yeah, I saw that trending on Twitter earlier. Like, hey, if, if The Last of Us was delayed and Ghost of Tsushima wasn't far off, like, is that one going to get delayed? It's very possible. It's it's very hard to say right now because I feel like they're gonna they they're looking at things week by week, month by month, uh, in terms of like what's gonna happen. Just like everyone else, like they're like some of them have been like we're just gonna delay it, screw it, we're not trying it. But it's gotten to that point because already we saw like when everything started, we saw things for like March and April being pushed back, being canceled, and then we saw stuff for May, and now we're getting to that point where everything in May and June is getting pushed back. Because we see uh, Wonder Woman being pushed back from June. Now we see Last of Us from the end of May. So there's a good chance that we're going to start seeing more June-timed movies, games, everything else also just be hit too. I mean, like, hell, some movies in July were pushed back. So it's like a lot of the stuff is just going to be hit no matter what. And we're just going to be waiting a lot more for a lot of things. And it's either going to be like, you know, everything builds up and all of a sudden you got an influx of things coming out at once or everything just gets delayed down the entire line so it's more spaced out. Just like I talked last episode about like, oh, when the comics come back, you could get back week by week for stuff. Or it's a giant week of just like, here's everything. You're going to drown in comics. Who knows? But it's interesting to see. Um, I guess now with everyone working remotely, I'm pretty sure they are from for Naughty Dog, like, I don't know if they'll be really... I think, honestly, I feel like they'll go gold by the end of April. Or by mid-April. Or by either end of April or mid-May, they'd probably go gold. But I think, if anything, I I feel like if, if it's delayed, they have either two choices. They'll start work from home on a new project if they haven't already or like the the bigger portion of the team working on this game will shift to that or uh they work on more content maybe maybe they add something else small to it that they're like oh maybe we could just throw in a little bit of extra something who knows uh everything's up in the air right now for most companies so maybe maybe we might benefit from it by waiting and get something extra who knows? This is just con- this is just speculation, conjecture. This is me guessing. Who knows? I don't I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm I'm curious to see what else gets delayed 
or what becomes of the games that have been delayed if they might get something out of it while they get slowed down in terms of release. Yeah. All right. Uh, on to the actual gaming non-corona related news. James, there was a Nintendo Direct on March 26th, pretty much, I think, actually, when we were recorded, I think it was the day of, I'm not too sure, I might have just missed it. It was either but, day of or day after, like, it was, I don't know, it just came out of nowhere, like, I don't even, usually they say, like, hey, we got something coming up, but they didn't do that this time, I just, like, woke up one morning and it was there, and I was like, oh, okay. But, uh, we got... All this stuff Nintendo announced. James, if you want to run us through that. So they called it the a mini direct, and I, which is weird because it was still the normal length of one. So I think what they meant was like, it's just going to be a lot of quick announcements and not we're not going to spend too much time on each thing. So it was like a lot of little things. Uh, first off, they gave a, um, a release date for Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Uh, I am sorry, I forget when that is, but it's coming out soonish. I don't know. I'm I'm really excited for that game because like I played it like a lot on the 3DS, but I never actually finished it. And it just like it looks like it coming to Switch. It's gonna look a lot prettier. It's gonna obviously be on a bigger screen. It's gonna run a lot better, hopefully. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then the next thing was apparently like a bunch of 2k games are coming to the switch like so apparently the borderlands legendary collection is basically the handsome jack collection it's like borderlands 1 2 and the pre-sequel but it also includes all the dlc and shit so that's coming to the switch the bioshock collection is coming to the switch um at least one of the the xcom games is coming to the switch as well which is kind of crazy I think it's XCOM 2. Okay. Yeah, XCOM 2 is coming to Switch, yeah. That's pretty cool. Newest one. Like, I really like the concept of the XCOM games. I just, like, I really am not a fan of the, like, permadeath of characters. Like, I don't know. That's why you get new characters. That's the whole point. You, and that's you're losing your friends. You, you, you make all your friends these characters, and then your friend dies, and you tell them on Facebook. And that's the thing. It's like, you're supposed to be, like, okay with the idea that you might actually just straight up lose an entire campaign just because random shit could happen but i don't know that always bugged the shit out of me if i got like five hours into a campaign and it's like ah you're screwed also you get to test uh which friends you like more because you're like oh god i might lose one of my friends and then you go this who, one who can i sacrifice <laughs> that i won't worry sorry about? todd yeah i just like tommy more than you so they also announced uh some new marvel ultimate alliance 3 dlc so up until recently the only dlc that they've been putting out as far as i'm aware is just like new character packs uh but now there i think that it's like literally new story content is coming out where dr doom gets his hand on like the infinity stones i think they're trying to touch on the um oh i forget what the the story arc was in uh, DC, not sorry, in Marvel, where like Doctor Doom basically became like a god, and his like suit got all white. Like I, I fr- oh, that was during the Secret Wars stuff. Yeah, Secret Wars. Okay, so it looks like they're trying to weave in some of that, which is kind of interesting. And then uh, they talked about a few other di- like just random indie games coming to the Switch. I'm gonna 
kind of gloss over those because we don't want to spend too much time on just Nintendo. They kind of mentioned uh, like an Easter event coming to uh, Animal Crossing, which is going to be sort of fun, I guess. Uh, Catherine Full Body is coming to Switch. Like Catherine is just another one of those like really interesting, weird games that like the gameplay is like eh, but the story is like super interesting. And what else? Uh, they they didn't show anything, but they basically just mentioned that like the the first uh, DLC character of the next round of Smash Bros DLC is gonna be someone from Arms. They didn't say who it was specifically, but honestly, like I played Arms when it first came out, and it was a lot of fun, but it wasn't like. I didn't really care too much about any character specifically, but if I would hazard a guess, it's probably going to be one of the main ones, like either Ribbon Girl or uh, Springman or whatever, like one of the generic ones. Why do, does do you think this is a good choice? I don't know. Not really. Like I don't know. Like I got. I think I just got like really. Why. I guess I got the bar set too high when one of the first DLC characters for the first uh, pack was, like, Joker from Persona. Oh, like Banjo-Kazooie? And, like, Banjo-Kazooie was another one, and I was like, whoa, shit, so they're going, like, crazy with these DLC characters. Like, they could be from anything. Yeah, and, and then they said Fire Emblem. And you're yeah, now what it's the like, hell, man. Yeah, it's like okay, another Fire Emblem character. It's like an Arms character from a Nintendo franchise that no one really seems to care about at this point. Uh, I could be wrong and then on that, but it's just funny how it goes. Okay, we're gonna stop doing Fire Emblem characters, and you're like, cool. They're really gonna put someone in I care about. Then, hey, we're doing Arms. No one, I can guarantee you, no one asked for that. Nobody asked for a character from Arms. You know, to be fair, when when Smash Bros. Ultimate was being like first, like before it came out, one of the, um, I guess guesses that fans had for like what one of the new characters might be, like before they even were talking about DLC, was like, wouldn't it? Makes sense if they put an arms character in there because that's a new Switch game and uh, I guess that does so, make like, sense. So people that's still not a good idea. That's the thing. So like <laughs> people were talking about it before as like could they be part of like the opening roster, uh, and that just wasn't that wasn't a thing. So they'll, they'll definitely have some ranged melee at the very. And least, that's the thing. I'm it's assuming. like I can see how these uh, a character from Arms could work really well. Like they could fit into Smash Bros. super well. I just personally don't care too much about any of the characters in Arms, so it's one of those. It's one of those things where, like, I'm sure it'll be fine gameplay-wise. It's just not a character that I'm attached to, so I'm not super excited. Uh, yeah. See, they they talked a bit more about Bravely Default Two, which is like I played a bit of Bravely Default One on uh, the 3DS, and I liked it. I just like. I never got to the sequel, and I don't know. Again, it's one of those things where, like, I would probably really like to play it at some point, but it's not super high on my priorities list, and I don't know. I just don't know why they spent, like, the most amount of time on this one. Like, I can't remember if they uh, gave a, a, um, a release date, but they basically just talked about, like, the basic systems of this RPG, and I was like, okay, that's weird that you're basically explaining an RPG to people, but whatever. 
a couple more DLC games, Panzer Dragoon remake, uh, and then they basically just had like a little bit at the end about Pokemon Sword and Shield stuff. Uh, I guess the only interesting thing out of that is that they're going to add new, like, oh god, what are they called? Like, Supermax evolutions? Uh, or Gigantamax evolutions to the starter Pokemon? And the water one basically turns into a fucking sniper? <laughs> like, literally? Of course he does. He, he, you look at his face, and he's just like, hey, you ready, kid? Dude, like, literally, it's like he grows a gigantic tail. And uses that to make a huge, like, sniper perch. He's basically just, like, lying down on a coil of his tail, like, 50 feet up in the air. And he makes a sniper rifle out of water. Like, and I was just like, ha. Huh, that's weird. That's that's who I was going to choose as my starter. <laughs> the f- uh, if I was going to play. Like, before, I was literally just going by which one looks the least bad to me. And that was the one. Which I, I know people are like, oh, I love the rabbit, blah, blah, blah. I, I could give two fucks about these fucking Pokemon. Uh, I probably won't even use this new starter when I get if I get this game. Like, I'm straight up just going to be like, where's all gen monsters? And I'm just going to yeah. get those. And maybe any, any cool-looking ones that gain my interest from anything that's past Gen 4. Or Gen 3, because Gen 4 and up is where I, d- I don't know shit, Yeah, to be honest. I thought the rabbit one was a little underwhelming, because it it's literally seems like the rabbit himself doesn't get bigger. He just seems to stand on a giant ball of fire now, like a fucking Dragon Ball Z character or something. Of course, of course he does, yeah, that makes and sense. And the, the grass monkey one, I get, or I get, that's the type, grass type? Whatever, the monkey, grows like a set of drums out of wood. <laughs> I just thought it was really bizarre. Grow wood. <laughs> so yeah, I, th- I believe Damn. that was all the stuff in the, like, again, I skipped over some of the, um, no, the yeah, I'm DLC stuff, but yeah, that was all the major stuff that was announced at this half hour long mini conference thing that they did <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah, quite, quite interesting. Quite, quite interesting. All right, second piece of uh, of uh, gaming news. We got a uh, GameStop in it again. This will be a lot shorter than the last one, though. Wow! wow. Uh, they're set to close uh, another, um, like basically a strong amount of stores. Um, last year they closed three hundred and twenty-one shops, and that includes like the near two hundred they were gonna do. For all the lowest performing stores. And then like there was an additional set of closures. I believe before that. Uh, they said. Uh, the plan at least in their financial. Uh, they're like. Uh, there was a call they just had. and Or like you know the company earnings call. Their, their plans to meet. Or exceed the number of closures. That occurred in the previous fiscal year. Which was 321. So it's either 321 stores. Or maybe even more. I don't know if this would just be the U.S. or if it's global again, but basically uh, I think they'd go the same route where they either go I th- either strategically like, oh, these are all near in the same area, we don't need that many in the same spot, or they just go, this one just doesn't do as good as that one. Let's get rid of this one. Yeah, I think I heard this round is uh, worldwide, but I wouldn't quote me on that. Yeah, because they they have over five thousand, I think, in the states. Hmm. I think. I'm pretty sure. 
yeah. So just be prepared to see more next year close, especially, you know, with everything going on with Corona. Um, I'm sure, I don't know if their sales are up or down right now because maybe they got a lot more sales because they were still open, people were still buying, or they're buying a lot more online from them because they have no, nothing to do, or they're suffering from it as well. Not to mention, probably the states forced them to close because they fucked up on that side. So, who's to say for now? We'll find out in due time, at the very least. And last piece of gaming news, a new game just came out. It's At first was a rumor, and then it seemed like a very uh, crazy rumor because it was like, Oh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is coming remastered. Campaign only. To current gen. Oh, really? Campaign only? Yeah. Huh. Right. And you're like, what? And then the next news piece says, after leak, apparently will come out tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, wait, so you're telling me tomorrow we're going to get an announcement that Modern Warfare 2 comes out? Next day, Modern Warfare 2 comes out, <laughs> and it's out now, but here's the catch. It's so all right. There's a few things about it. One, it's just the campaign, so we don't have spec ops. We don't have multiplayer. Makes sense, at least for the multiplayer, because they're pretty much been siphoning all those maps and modernizing them in the current Modern Warfare game. Just like Call of Duty mm. Four Modern Warfare, they've done the same thing. Which also I realized because I, I kind of re-downloaded the Modern Warfare Remastered One or Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare Remastered, and uh, just kind of because uh, I was playing that at work just for the kicks. Uh, when I was still at the, like, still working there in, like, on site. And uh, I was just running through, like, multiplayer. I just wanted to get to 55. I didn't want to prestige or anything. I just felt like, you know, doing what I used to do. And then I thought about it when I redownloaded it. I actually played it last night and redownloaded it. And I was like, I could keep playing this. And I was like, a lot of these maps are updated in Modern Warfare right now. What are you doing? And I'm, I'm just like, you fool. We just delete this shit. Yeah, I, I, that sounds stupid, but yeah. Uh, so, it makes sense why it's just Modern Warfare 2 campaign. And it's only 20 bucks, which is cheaper than the original Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare Remastered. That was like 40 Or, yeah, no, it was 40 yeah, once they released it separate from Infinite Warfare. Yeah, that's not but that bad also, like, the best Call of Duty campaigns. Yeah, that's actually the cheapest Call of Duty you'll ever get from Activision, I can guarantee you. That's a fair point. <laughs> Yeah, except I think they made Warzone free, I guess. Yeah, but, that's like a different. Yeah, but like thing. main main yeah main main lane Call of Duty. That's the cheapest one you're ever gonna get from Activision, practically. Uh, unless you count how much was uh, Call of Duty remastered, like the original Call of Duty when they remastered that for PS3. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't remember. And 360. Oh well. well here's also one more catch. So. Uh, on Tuesday, Modern Warfare 2 came out for PlayStation 4. Xbox One gets it in one month. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, they no got a Xbox month delay. Yeah, no, they're, they're pissed. And you're just like, damn, well... <laughs> it's just, you know, that's 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 how the game is played, I guess. Because, I mean, think about it. Originally, on 360 and PS3, PS3 players didn't get DLC for 30 days. Each time it came out, you had to wait 30 extra days. Xbox 360 players played it. And then tables turned at a certain point, PS4 versus Xbox One. They reversed it and they went, PS4 players get it 30 days later. And then they went cross play. 
And if it's crossplay, they can't do that anymore. No more delaying content uh... like that. And they said we have to find another way. For, like, for Modern Warfare. And that's when they did that spe- specific Spec Ops mode. And they delayed, like, uh, the Xbox One for a year. They won't get it for a year, I believe. Whereas for this, this isn't online whatsoever. So they want... <laughs> you can just wait 30 days just like DLC. <laughs> and it's fucked up. I'm sorry. It's just... I-, I think it's just funny. That whole situation. It's just always funny when they fight over uh, Call of Duty. And you just kind of see which side gets it for 30 days and stuff. Uh, it's just like the same thing when they did like the, the shitty fucking Elder Scrolls Fallout delays for DLC. That shit, that was, that was fucking terrible. That was, cause I, I mean, I always, you know, I was primarily a PS3 player over 360. I didn't get a 360 till way later. And I just remember being like, why the fuck do I have to wait this long for an expansion to like Fallout? And then it's not even that good cause they did a half-assed job with it. Remember when dragons used to fly backwards? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so that's it for gaming news. If you got a PS4, go enjoy it. If you got an Xbox One, see you in a month, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, if you have both, just get it on PlayStation. It's already out there. I already I bought it today, actually. I downloaded it. I, after this podcast, I'll probably dive in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to halt my backlog crunch for this one game. I decided. I was like, you know what? I want to play it, and we'll look at the trophies. If it's possible, I'm just going to actually just say fucking Platinum it, too. I just feel like it, because I never got to... We never got to for PS3, because we never finished Spec Ops. We never finished the last two missions. Yeah. I think we got to, like, the very last one. I could be wrong. With the Juggernaut... Yeah. Oh, wait. We did get to the last one. We we beat that stupid Juggernaut one, and then they had a second Juggernaut one with more, more enemies. There's just, like, there's, like, 15 Juggernauts, and it's just, like... If you're not absolutely fucking perfect... You're gonna fucking fail. We got we got the shit kicked out of us. We tried so many times. That we, eventually, we were just like, "Is it worth all this pain? Is it worth it?" Dude, that was a decade ago. Is that crazy? That is insane. That's scary. Okay. Ah oh, man. Uh, last piece of news. This is movie news, and this is some interesting stuff. Uh, James, you brought it to my attention that they released this, and I, I went to check up on it and IGN released a little uh, snippet of it uh so recently I was talking about uh different creators of different formats like releasing news and stuff going on radio shows you know tweeting out everything and the crazy thing here is Zack Snyder released some news about uh about Justice League and it's actually pretty pretty cool yeah i saw uh, it and i was just like what oh that would have been so cool if they had actually gone with that yeah so Zack snyder had uh released some news about like his dc extended universe that he was working on before you know everything happened with his daughter passing away um warner brothers giving justice league to joss whedon to destroy and then like them going into a different a completely different direction and we never got to see the culmination of the fruit of Zack Snyder's work and everything he was planning, which is honestly, like I said before, awesome. Like, I know a lot of people weren't fans of it and everything else. Their opinions are wrong. They're, they're, they've always been wrong. I think they're fools for thinking that uh, Man of Steel is one of the best comic book movies ever made. And you can quote me on that. I'll fight tooth and nail to the day I die for that. 
and uh, Man of Steel, I mean, not Man of Steel, uh, Batman vs. Superman is also a good time. People can eat mud <laughs> instead. So, anywho, uh, we got some new tidbits about what was going to go on. I'm just going to run through them all. This one I actually knew. I've known for a long time. Uh, I just, I guess they he made more confirmations. So, uh, Lieutenant General Calvin Swanwick, which you saw in Man of Steel as well as BVS, he was the general that was in charge of the military that you saw in Man of Steel. He wasn't in the plane like one of the destroyed. That was, uh, I forget what the actor's name was, but he played Elliot in uh, Law and Order SVU. Uh, he, so the general, though, he turns out to be Martian Manhunter, and they were going to reveal that later on down the line of movies. That would have been awesome. Because not only do you have like the regular Justice League, but then you get Martian Manhunter 2... And it's perfect for him. Like, obviously, we all wanted, like... I mean, I wanted specifically, like... I was, like, you know, make Idris Elba Martian Manhunter. That's, like, perfect. Dude, I've been saying for years... Like, that would have been perfect, but I still think... Mar uh, if they're gonna cast Idris Elba as anything in DC... Fucking uh, John Stewart Green Lantern. I know, you said that, too. I think that was, like, a second good choice. And then I think people... Tyrese... Yeah, it was Tyrese uh, wanted to be... Wanted to be a Green Lantern. <laughs> You want to be John Stewart? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the that was uh, Harry Lennox is the actor's name, but he was basically Martian Manhunter. He was playing the general, but he was he was Martian Manhunter. And that would have been awesome for the reveal. I'm going to just read like exactly what was said. So uh, though the reveal was, it was being saved for a later movie, Snyder said it was planned as far back as Swanwick's first appearance in Man of Steel. Lennox himself was apparently aware of that twist and tailored his performance accordingly. So that was the plan the whole time. Which uh, he did say also, like, uh, the movies was supposed to be a, a five-movie arc for what he was working on. So I guess you would say Man of Steel, BVS, Justice League, and there was the second Justice League movie. I The, the thing is, I don't think you count Suicide Squad. I think it was going to be a different movie. If you count Suicide Squad, that sucks. But I'm pretty sure it was something else. I'm hoping it was something else. Because that you don't count uh, Wonder Woman either. I think it was something either specifically Superman or Justice League related most likely. But we would have basically, yeah, Superman movie, we got BVS, two Justice League movies, and then something else. I think Man of Steel 2 most likely. I'm guessing. Dude, guessing. honestly, I just like can't imagine how mind-blowing that reveal would have been. Like the moment he like turns into his like regular martian form this guy that you've seen for like several movies that you've that you're like already familiar with turns out to be someone that you thought you'd like not see like for a long time yeah or whatever it, man i just i still can't believe it uh jimmy olsen's death uh as controversial choice uh to kill off michael cassidy's jimmy olsen early in the film of bvs which uh, for those that don't know, uh, Lois Lane and a camera guy are in a country, I think in Africa, I want to say. It was, I think it was in Africa. Jimmy Olsen is the camera guy. And everyone knows he's Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen and everything else. He dies, like, in the beginning. Like, well, he, he, he fucking dies. The annoying thing and, to me about that is that you don't even know that that's Jimmy Olsen unless you watch the, like, ex the special extended edition where you, you see, like, a name tag. Yeah. Because in the regular version, it's, he's just some guy that dies. 
So, Snyder argued for the importance of taking Superman's pal off the board early, saying all the deaths in his DC movies are meant to create lasting repercussions. Snyder hinted Jimmy's death would have affected future movies in a way that we don't see in the finished version of Justice League, creating a chain of reaction of cause and effect. Snyder also revealed that he originally envisioned a much more in-depth action sequence when Superman arrives to rescue Lois in Africa. Hmm. And then uh, Wonder Woman's past. In one of the more interesting behind-the-scenes DCEU tidbits, Snyder revealed 2017's Wonder Woman wasn't always intended to be set during World War I, uh, while the idea that Gal Gadot's Diana was active long enough, or long before Batman and Superman was always part of the plan, the filmmakers discussed anchoring her origin story in even older conflicts like the American Civil War or the Crimean War. Dang. Interesting. Apparently there were other events, or other even, there were other versions of the photo Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne and covers of Diana and her team in case one of those other conflicts was used instead. So uh, they could have just like switched around. It could have been her in like a Civil War battle front <laughs> instead. Uh, that would be crazier because then you just have like a dude. The worst thing against her is a Gatling gun. Yeah, weird. Damn. I'm just thinking, uh, like, why not lean all the way into her like Greek mythology like origins that are sometimes a thing, and just like send her all the way back to the Battle of Troy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, two left. Uh, this one is this one is the most interesting. So this is Batman's nightmare. Uh, Snyder also shed more light on the surreal nightmare sequence where Bruce dreams of a hellish future where Superman has become oh. a servant of apocalypse. Snyder reiterated that this sequence was intended to set the stage for his two Justice League movies. Well, yeah. At some point in this five-movie arc, Lois Lane would have been killed, dealing a oh. crushing blow to Superman and making him vulnerable to Darkseid's influence. That's the catalyst for the dystopian world seen in this flash-forward dream sequence. The reason Bruce sees Ezra Miller's Flash is that the future versions of Batman and Cyborg are trying to find the right point in time to send Barry back and prevent Lois's death. Barry's trip through time creates a rift that allows the world of the future to briefly bleed into the present. Fans would even see oh. Barry use his cosmic treadmill while traveling through time. Wait, so there's so they're saying that the reason why he had that weird dream sequence that made no sense is because of the thing that happened after that that made even less sense. But it makes all yes. but it makes sense now because it like if it's literally just like Barry running back in time and and it just like the future kind of bleeds into his psyche a bit, that kinda of makes some sense. Oh no, it makes perfect sense. For me, I think that makes, that makes perfect sense. I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> and I just, oh my god, it's like I said before, like Nightmare Batman. That shit's so good. I, I like I when I when I eventually do a cosplay of Batman, I said it's gonna be Nightmare Batman to more honor. If anything, I, I've decided because two reasons. One, it's just the dopest outfit. Two, it signifies. It's the most iconic signification of Snyder's, like, the the Snyder DC universe that never got to really come to fruition. And it's more really to honor that, mm. which is why I also want to do it. Just because it's like we were robbed of something that was going to be truly wonderful, and I still will, ne I will never get over that. It's like the biggest, I think that's going to be the biggest um, fail in film for me of just, like, the one thing I, I would want out of anything is just that 
sure I can get another young Indiana Jones movie of like Harrison Ford somehow went back in time and became younger again and does another that, but I'd rather or you know what? Even good, th- I want this more than a good Star Wars trilogy that takes place after Return of the Jedi. Like I would take this over that any day of the week, easily, because this was struck more by tragedy than by greed. Yeah, I would say personally. Okay, and the last one, Martha controversy, love it or hate it. Batman v Superman is arguably the most remembered for the most uh, for the moment when the Dark Knight nearly kills the Man of Steel. Only to be stopped in his tracks when he hears the name Martha. Snyder defended the scene, arguing the point wasn't that Batman and Superman have mothers with the same name, but that hearing the name shocks Batman back into reality. It allows him to see Superman as a real person with a family and a life of his own, rather than a faceless monster to be defeated. Batman realizes in this scene that he's about to become the very become every bit as evil as the man who killed his parents, but is instead able to pull off him. Pull himself from the brink and regain his own sense of humanity. This is embodied in the image of Batman's damaged helmet, which shows the man emerging from beneath the armor. Hmm. I mean, I have been like trying to tell people practically this for years, and do they listen? No, because their heads are so buried deep within their anuses. That they can't comprehend why this is so good and why they're all fools. They never understood James. You were right the whole time. <laughs> I know. I've been telling people. They all thought I was crazy. Oh, man. Avengers Endgame was so predictable. Alright, guys. So, <laughs> we're done with news. We're actually pretty deep in still, James, in hour 22. Damn. So what I think we'll do is I still want to, I want, what do you think? We could either go two hours or we could go an hour 45. What would you prefer? Honestly, I'd prefer an hour 45. Okay. So we'll do about, uh, maybe 17 minutes of, uh, 17 to 20 minutes of, uh, talking about what we've played, what we've watched and, the last, you know, the last couple minutes will just be closing out for the most part. Sounds good. So, James. Do you want to save real quick, just in case? Yeah, let's, uh, we're going to take a short break real fast, and we'll be right back. And stop. Uh, and clap in three, two, one, clap. So All right, and we're back with what we're playing we're and what we're watching. Because we don't have we're too much time, we're just going to give a small tidbit of what we've been yeah playing and watching i'll so start off just because we'll mine i'm making mine a little wanna, bit shorter just because i know james is a lot more to walk, like talk about a little bit but we're still we gonna keep it very rational what would you prefer uh first off for me so i just want to say quickly what i'm playing okay. currently so we'll do about i, I picked up uh, uh i told you i was playing bloodborne yeah maybe 17 minutes yes that was on work and i barely touched it just because 17 to 20 minutes of uh i didn't even know talking about what we've played what we've watched and that the last, you know, the last couple minutes will just be closing out guys, for the most like part. Sounds good. So, James, yeah. do you want to save real quick and just in case? I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, let's. Uh, okay. we're going to take a short break real fast and we'll be right back. And stop. And clap in three, two, one, clap. All right, and we're back with what we're playing and what we're watching. Because we don't have too much time, we're just going to give a small tidbit of what we've been 
plan on watching. I'll start off just because mine. I'm making mine a little bit shorter, just because I know James has a lot more to wa- like talk about a little bit. But we're still gonna keep it very rationed. Uh, first off, for me, so I just want to say quickly what I'm playing currently. I, I picked up. Uh, remember James when I told you I was playing Bloodborne? Yeah, it was a while ago. At work. Yeah, so that was at work, and I barely touched it, just because I didn't really understand it. I was just kind of like, I didn't even know that you could get weapons yet, and I was just punching shit. And I didn't realize that my progress doesn't matter with those guys. Like, they just spawn again, if you die or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So I tried playing it last night, because I've been going through some other games, which I'll talk about in a future episode. Uh, I've actually beaten, like, five games already uh, during my time. I'm like... I'm actually, like, beating up my backlog right now. It's going to take a while. Like, there's a lot, but I'm, like, going through them pretty fast. This is the fastest... Like, I'm talking fast at this point. (laughs) This is the fastest I've ever gone through, like, a giant amount of games. And I'm, like, fully efficient in it, and it's amazing. But Bloodborne has stopped me in my tracks because (laughs) I've never played, like, any of those games before. I I decided I wasn't going to touch... Uh, the Dark Soul trilogy, Demon Souls, or anything like that, just because it's like too many at this point, and I'm okay with skipping a few. And I'm just like, oh, I'll just play Bloodborne, and then I'll get like Sekiro down the line at some point. And I jump in again, and I get the weapons and stuff. I just start over, basically, uh, because uh, I the save never synced uh, uh, on the cloud, oh, uh, which is okay. I didn't far. do anything. I didn't even do anything. Like I, once I play, started over. I was like, "Oh, I literally didn't do anything. Like I, I didn't lose any progress, and yeah. I didn't really care about customization. I was just like, whatever, this is fine." And ran out there, and they fucking killed me. I like I get pretty far, and then I just die and I'd start over, and I didn't get it. And then someone's like, "Dude, you're just wasting your time. Go to the first boss, so then you could like, uh, send oh your, yeah." Uh, like get your shut shit in. And I was like, oh, okay, I get to the first boss after after forever, and kicks my ass, and it sends me all the way back. And I'm like, wait, I have to run all the way through all that shit again uh, to get to the first boss. And there, I, there's like a few uh, shortcuts you can unlock to get to the cleric feast. So but... I I found out. So I I got uh to I you know the like the little lamps or whatever that takes you back to the hunter world, yeah. and those are like your checkpoints. Mm-hmm. So I only lit one, because you start off in one, and then you, like, light a second one at a certain point, and there's, like, an open gate and a closed gate. So I spent three hours playing that game. My only accomplishment was I opened that other gate to get to the boss a little bit shorter, but I didn't get anything else done because I kept dying. Dude, the crazy thing is, like, even even those, like, shortcuts are just, like, huge. They feel like huge. Uh, There's a... F- or it's a- all I learned from this fucking game, this game made me so... I was just so over it by the end of the night. I'm like, I don't even know if I want to play this game. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, I just can't. Yeah. I, I, I think... Because I, I'm at that point. I get it. You, get, you, you give me your signature. Eh. But uh, the reason for me is because I haven't really... I, like, I'll play games on hard difficulties and stuff. But usually, you know, they'll have checkpoints and everything else. But I'm still very fast and very efficient at, like, just taking it down. This is, like, that type of game that just punishes you yeah. no matter what. But it's a, it's a game of time sync. Like, you're sinking a lot of time into this, whereas at this point now, I'm in games where I'm just, like, blast through, blast through, blast yeah, that's, through. Like, get through it quickly. That's one thing I'll say about Bloodborne and other games like it is, like, you need to be patient. Yeah, time. which is, that's why, like, this game for me in my current state isn't the best fit. So what I'm going to do is I'm still going to go for it. I'm still going to try. 
but I'm going to take frequent breaks from it and continue with the other games on my backlog, which I'm pausing for now for Modern Warfare 2. Other than that, I've been playing Animal Crossing, and uh, which is the first time I bought it. I know, that's insane. I've never played this huh. game before. I never understood it. From what I've heard from people, it just sounded like a game of debt where you're just playing a giant Facebook game. And I was like, I don't get it. That's a part of it. And then my friends started talking about it. And, like, all my friends from school are, like, playing it on a giant Discord server and all talking about it. And I'm like, oh, what's so... Is it really? Like, everyone everyone is, like, it's blowing up on Twitter. What's so special about this game? My friend's like, honestly, it's just so tranquil. Like, that, exactly. you'll really enjoy it if you take it, like... It's a nice break from the more serious games you play. And I'm like, I don't know about that it. That is literally exactly why I'm playing that right now. Because, like, if I don't want anything to stress about, or or if I don't want to think too hard, Animal Crossing will do that. Yeah, so, you know what it was that got me to buy it? So, I was, I was watching a movie. We were supposed to watch a movie that night with some friends from school. We were all, like, getting on a Discord chat and, like, syncing a movie together. And then other people got into the chat, and then we didn't watch the movie because we were talking, like, the entire night. But one of my friends is like, hey, check this out. And he's like, you know there's a Godzilla statue you can get oh. in the game, right? Oh, I wanted to and tell I'm you And I'm like, that. wait, what? And he's like, yeah, you could get a Godzilla statue in this game. And then he just hears me do it shit, and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm turning on my Switch. I haven't turned it on forever. I have to get this game uh, now because there's a Godzilla statue you can get. And he's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, I want the Godzilla statue. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't know what's going to happen after I get the statue. I could just throw the game in the trash. Wait, I can't. It's digital. I'm going to throw my Switch in the trash after I get this, tra- this statue. There's no point in it anymore. But... Uh, yeah, so now I'm, like, I'm playing it every now and again. I'm not, like, on it, like I know a lot of people are. I'm just, like, oh, I'll just play it for, like, an hour. And I've only played it probably for, like, two hours, most likely, so far. Honestly, it's kind of uh, how it's meant to be played. It's, like, it you're meant to play it, like, a bit each day. Yeah, and I, there's this, dude, there's some fucking creepy rabbit right now, and he looks hella... I don't like him. He's scary. I, I, he's very creepy. One of my friends actually did a great job. He tweeted out, uh, he basically was like, strange visitor comes to my island, isn't part of the island, is very suspect, and is very creepy, proceed with caution, have set up perimeter, and he put like those spike fences around the rabbit, and then he comes back and he goes, it's gone. <laughs> It has disappeared, but apparently it's coming. Bunny day is upon us. Uh, <laughs> it was it was so good. That was my buddy Ty, but oh god, it was great. Uh, but okay. So what I've been watching, really fast, I'm, it's going to be pretty short. I actually have played a lot more than I've watched. Uh, I pretty much, uh, they finished up the current seasons of Black Lightning and Riverdale. Uh, Black Lightning was very interesting because they like, they did their own version of the outsiders which i kind of liked uh, for those that don't know outsiders is a dc hero team that batman forms because he's headed up to here with the justice league so he's like i'm done with you i'm going with these guys now and then he like has like black lightning geo force katana metamorpho and a bunch of others in this one it's black lightning leading it there's no batman in this one uh, even though now he shares the universe with uh, Batwoman specifically, and Batman's like actually in that universe too, but he's missing. Uh, mm-hmm. Black Lightning gets like a team of uh, Thunder and Lightning, which are his daughters, which does happen in the comics at one point. And also this girl named Grace, who can do like this cool shape shifting stuff, and she kind of has en- enhanced powers because she can shape shift into like a jaguar. Huh. 
and she has like jaguar strength or something uh so that's kind of cool but it's like them uh they did introduce a version of geoforce which is very interesting because he's like supposed to be from markovia and they do have markovia in the show but they're like an either a country that's like we're kind of evil or something and we want to capture your meadows and your doctors and shit uh and it's like a power grab and it's like a weird cold war shit and there's like uh like lockdown on a city and it's like martial law and all this shit it's just crazy and it, it was a very fun season like they make sure it's still fully entertaining and you have a good time with it and uh, by the end of it honestly i was like whoa this is i'm, I'm good for next season like show me the next one I, i'm i'm still sold it, they've been it's honestly currently i'd say one of the better cw shows right now along with batwoman which batwoman at the same time though has had a couple ups and downs but it, it's still it's going i think though uh batwoman flash and legends they're not going to finish off the current seasons they've been delayed so i'm not going to really talk about those until those eventually come back and then riverdale was a ridiculous murder mystery <laughs> where it was like a whodunit and like jughead fakes his death and then comes back and goes who really did the murder and then it's this whole thing and there's like suicides like principals jumping out windows and shit it's just people keep jumping out windows and killing themselves in the show i kid you not this happens at least twice in one season where people just keep jumping out windows weird i love this show so much because it's so it's so ridiculous it's it's the most random thing you could ever think of going hey i wonder what would be like if you turned the archie comics into a move into a show but it's like oh it's on the cw and you go oh no it's gonna get edgy just it's gotta have smooching (laughs) when there's there's tequila wars between a no not tequila it's like rum rum wars between a father and a daughter who's like a crime lord and it's like i'm veronica's dad yeah and she's like i'm gonna beat you at your own game dad and he's like i'm dying (laughs) she goes okay (laughs) she's like i'm gonna still beat you at this rum war and then family's like why did you do that it's like so he doesn't think about dying (laughs) i gotta watch this show it's so fucking good oh my god and then there's like dude it's it's full of riverdale as a series as it's not as a season but as a series is full of murder and weird fucking shit adults fighting kids and like weird crime lord rivalries with children and just it's it's a great show of showing people what parents shouldn't do and also like how the fuck are these kids able to do this it's insane and it's wonderful all right uh last couple things uh my my friends and i from school have been like streaming movies together we finished uh the second and third movies of the godzilla anime netflix movies it's a trilogy of stuff we watched the first one a while ago there i'm gonna keep it short just because i'm gonna go more in depth when i do my giant godzilla marathon not marathon but basically like kind of count down to godzilla versus king kong by watching all of the movies again so i'll be more in depth on it but i'll just say um as a trilogy they are very they're like the hobbit movies (laughs) where they have really great moments and they're really like the the concept and designs are pretty cool but they suffer from being kind of spread out too much where you don't need that much content it would have probably done a lot better as one or two movies and if they condensed it more it would have been a lot more interesting i think is what i'll say you might be right on that 
once again, uh, I will be watching them and like talking about them like later on. Honestly, they'll probably be the last two movies besides the American ones before I'll probably like save all the Godzilla versus Kong, like th that American universe monster verse movies, uh, till the very end. So like, you'll get this one pretty much like right before those, but right after Shin Godzilla. And that's going to be way down the line though. And last was uh, Jurassic Park. We watched that again. And it was just like, normally, you know, you watch it and you have a, you just enjoy it and you have a good time. But because with, I was with them, it was just a giant, uh, Hey, let's just talk random shit throughout this whole movie. And we're just, like, commenting on everything from, like, Muldoon, the, the guy that's like, Shooter! Oh. Shooter! To, like, uh, Nels, uh, Dennis Nedry being like, We got dots in here! <laughs> See, nobody cares! I fucking love that. <laughs> Which, I saw the worst thing really fast before you start. I saw the worst thing where someone put, like... <laughs> You know how they, they, they made a meme of him and Dodson where it's like they're sitting there and saying like no one, no one cares. Yeah. It's like, hey, hey, he's essential, guys. Oh. He's an essential worker here. See, no one cares. That's awful. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. It's so fucked up. It was, it was so fucking bad. I don't know if it was specifically because it was like, oh, it's a GameStop worker or something uh, for that. Or if it was actually for just like anyone. I, I have no idea. But it was just like, fuck, dude. That's so that was bad. But I, 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 could, I, I laughed a bit. It was just kind of funny. I'm sorry. All right. Your turn, Chips. Right. Go for it. So I guess I kind of already mentioned a little bit that I, I've been playing Animal Crossing since it came out. Like, I, I don't need to spend too much time on that. Because like, like I said, it literally is just like the perfect game to zone out to if you want zero stress because there's like like yeah you're in debt all the time basically <laughs> but like there's no there's no interest on the loans or anything so there's really no like timeline that you need to adhere to there's no every person playing this is going i wish my college debt was like this basically <laughs> it's it's literally just like do you want to have something to do where you basically don't have to do anything, then that's Animal Crossing. Uh, other than that, while I was home for spring break, I finally got to finish, like, the last... Apparently, like, the last hour or two of Gears 5. Like, I was almost done when I left. But, anyway. Like, so there's a lot I like about that game. Like, I, I like that they... Ha like, the open-ish, open-world parts where you got to, like, kind of choose which objectives you did first and, like... You kind of went from place to place on the, on the glider thing. Like, I thought that was really yeah. interesting. And I liked um, the sort of RPG-esque stuff that they did with Jack, where, like, you find upgrade materials around, and you can, like, upgrade Jack's abilities and stuff. And it's not really necessary, but, like, it does help, because he gets some, like, really useful abilities to help you out. My... I really suck at doing them too. I just always forget that he's even there that I can utilize. Yeah, him. that's the other thing. Is like when I like st I literally couldn't play that game for like three months because my fucking internet here doesn't work. So like, I forgot so many things and literally was just like, oh yeah, Jack's a thing. <laughs> but uh, so I don't I, I don't know when did this game come out again? Like this year, right? Last year, uh, 2019 Okay, fall. so, like, yeah. spoilers are probably fine, I guess, at this point. Uh, you already talked about it a bit, because you played it a while ago. I didn't, I didn't beat it. I'm still oh, playing shit, on you never finished it? Oh, okay. No, but I, I know what happens, though. I know, like, the choice. Okay, so, like, I got to that choice, and I literally was like, I literally don't know which one I want to save, 
because like I like both of them, but who did you choose? I chose to save uh, JD. Like literally only because he's related to Phoenix, and I thought like that would be such a heartbreaking scene if like if your best friend's dead, your dad's dead, your wife's dead, hey, your son's dead. And like honestly, like I I kind of <laughs> want to go back and see what oh, the shit. alternate scene is like because like JD does not take Dell's death well like at all, and I just like can't imagine what that's what the scene would be like when he comes back and like or w- when you meet up with Phoenix again, he's just like kind of casually like wait where's Dell and JD like can't even say anything and it's just like there's this really touching father-son moment where like they just hug each other and I was like oh god imagine how terrible it is for Marcus and that's the thing I can't even imagine what that would be like if that was Marcus where he's just like where's JD that I couldn't handle that but then like the fucking weirdest thing is like at the very fucking end like there's this huge epic boss fight and like jack sacrifices itself to save the team and that's where the really sad music shows up and it's i it's like it it was really weird because it felt like you were supposed to feel more sad for this like joke robot that's been following you around this entire game than like an actual fucking person I'm imagining two things, be like, oh shit, I forgot the robot was there. And then the other person's going, fuck, I played for that, I played as that thing for like this entire time. And so I was like, <laughs> that sad third player had to do yeah, that. Yeah, so I was literally just like, why are they making this so sad? It's a fucking robot. Like, did the characters actually care? Like, Baird seemed really broken up about it. But, my robot, no. Basically. <laughs> and like, everyone was kind of like, Jack, no! But, like, also, the fucking... That's... Uh, wait, that's after Dell dies? That's after Dell dies. <laughs> so it's, like, this really weird thing where, like, I liked the vast majority of Gears 5, and then the end was just, like, fucking tonally really weird, and I was just like, I don't, I don't know if I like that. I do like that, uh... That, uh... What's her... Kate's mom is a Squidward now. <laughs> Because, like, literally, like, that's basically what she looks like now. It's, like, she shows up again at some point with, like, a little bit of locust stuff, like, attached to her. But, like, instead of legs, she has a bunch of tentacles. And I was, like, she's the Squidward. (laughs) 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 I'm trying to do the fucking voice. (laughs) You're a Squidward. I can't do it. We're gonna die now. Oh, <laughs> this this actual Squidward voice. Because I'm just imagining these characters being killed by fucking Squidward, and it's just so now stupid. make your choice, man. That's a terrible Squidward voice. Fuck. That's yeah. That's really SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> Choose which one's gonna die, Kate. So yeah, like okay. So overall, I liked. Gears 5 a hell of a lot more than I liked Gears 4. It's just the ending was a little weird. And again, it kind of just seems to end in, like, a really random place. But obviously they're, like, building up to, like, the final third act or whatever. Yeah. Uh, And then after that, just on a whim, because I had already had it on my Xbox, I I played uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. And, like, literally, I, like, I like beat that game in like two or three days because i just like couldn't stop playing it it's like it literally became one of my favorite games of all time like almost immediately like or at least by by the time i finished it i was just like holy fuck this is one of my favorite games of all time just because like 
Uh, yeah, they there's been a lot of praise heaped on this game already about the sound design, and th that is very well deserved praise. Like I think you would really find it, just experience. Oh no, this I game can't wait to open my copy because like I'm just like it's in the it's in the 2018 zone. I'm, I'm still in the 2015 2016 yeah, zone because <laughs> like they spent a lot of time on like actually recording audio with like binaural audio recording devices, so that like so I really recommend playing this game with headphones on. Because when you do, oh, easily, yeah. like you actually get like kind of three D dimensional audio. That was kind of redundant, but like a three D audio where you like can hear the voices that Senua is hears in her head all the time because she suffers from like very severe psychosis, uh, and like you, it's it really feels like there's someone just like just right by your ear, like whispering in your ear, and it's interesting because it's like the voices say a range of things from like putting her down to encouraging her to like just like it really seems like the just random thoughts that run through your head from time to time what if they didn't feel like they were your own thoughts what if they were like just sounds you heard which is like really interesting and um like the combat system was just really satisfying like it felt a lot like a more focused Batman Arkham game, sort of. Because it had a lot of the same, like, dodge, quick attacks, uh, light, uh, light attack things. Not so much counters, but, like... Did it remind you of Heavenly Sword at all? By um, any chance? It's been a while since I played Heavenly Sword, but that one felt more like... Like a brawler, sort of. Like, you were attacking multiple enemies at once, whereas this one, you pretty much focus on one at a time. Although, okay. although there are still moments where they send, like, a bunch of enemies at you. And that's another time where they use the uh, the voices in her head for interesting things. Where if some if someone is behind you and they're about to attack you, but you can't see it, you'll hear, like, behind you. Or dodge or look out. And if you hit the dodge button right then, you'll be fine. So I thought that that was a really cool uh, effect. Um, just, like... The performance of the actress who played Senua was so great that I literally was like, I need to look it up. I need to remember who this is because goddamn, she's fucking like great in this game. Her name is Melina Jurgens. Like, yeah, she's a video editor. And that's the thing. <laughs> she's like, she was she wasn't even like supposed to be the like the final actress. She was their video editor who just was like, Hey, you're a female. We need to like practice using our mocap technology would you be okay being like a stand-in for now just so we can like practice and she just literally did such a good job they were like you know what do you just want to do like the whole performance because you're literally doing that good and like holy fuck it was amazing dude i remember when she got the award she was just like i don't know what to do we don't get these types of things in my line of work dude like there was <laughs> There were so many, like, emotional moments in this game. And, like, especially at the end, like, it's... Like, I, I really don't want to get into spoilers because if you're going to get into it at any point... And plus, I just... I, oh, no, yeah, I, I, I really want to encourage anyone who has the option to play this game, especially because it's on um, Game Pass. That's how I played it. Like, anyone who has access to Game Pass, I highly recommend playing Senua's Sacrifice. And just, like... So... No spoilers, but, like, the emotional climax toward le or leading up to the climax of the game, I 
was so like I actually felt like emotions. <laughs> like usually when I'm playing a game, I'm just like, wow, this is cool. Or like, oh, I'm enjoying this. But like this time I literally was just like, I actually care what happens to Senua and I want to know how this ends. And you go from like being maybe competent at fighting the enemies throughout the game to like basically in this last fight where you're rushing to like the final confrontation, all of a sudden all the enemies are defeatable in like two or three hits. So you feel powerful for the first time in the game because it's like a moment where Senua is like seemingly getting over her her own personal barriers. So yeah. it just it felt so satisfying to get to that moment and like the the music and the imagery of the game it just it all culminated so well in the climax that I actually was like getting emotional and was just like fuck this is amazing. Not to mention the fact that I just like I'm really a fan of mythology, so the fact that it was very heavily uh, laid in with Norse mythology, I thought was really really cool. I thought it was Celtic. Is similar. Uh, so I believe Senua herself is Celtic, but her land was invaded by the Norsemen. Oh, and so okay. there's it's. I, and here's another thing that like once you finish the game. There's a featurette that's, like, in the main menu. And, like, honestly, you can find a better version of it on YouTube. Because, like, that way you can actually pause and fast forward and watch, like... This is, like, 24 minutes. It's, like, a decent chunk of time. But it's a featurette about the research that they went into for not only Senua as a character, but, like, the culture that she would have come from. And also, like... They talked to a lot of specialists about what living with psychosis is like. So a lot of, like, aspects of the game that I just was like, oh, that's an interesting effect that they did. Like, they actually talked to specialists to be like, no, this is why we did that effect the way we did. And so I really recommend after you play Senua's Sacrifice, watch that featurette. Because it just makes you appreciate, like, the little things in that game even more. Because, like, they did so much work to make that like a really like deep experience like it's i cannot recommend it enough it's so fucking good sounds good all right uh we're pretty uh pretty out of time Uh, how many how many more things did you want to talk about again uh, because i think we might have to save westworld for next time okay i could just cut it there honestly okay you got you got a couple games out there plus animal crossing like basically Senua's Sacrifice is like a fucking amazing game and I I literally cannot wait for Hellblade 2 at this point because I'm just like damn I can't I can't like I I really want to know where this is going and just see more of it honestly it was fucking great (laughs) sweet alright guys that is it for this week so uh, we'll have more I, I don't know how the news is going to be this time. Like I was, so it was somewhat, I'd say it was less than previous weeks, but, uh, it could always come back up again. I'm not too sure, but the hope is that we'll have less news and more like more for like, I have a shit ton of games. I want to talk or like, I have a good amount of games. One of which is Witcher and it's going to take a while to talk about, uh, James has a bunch of shit he's watched. Oh, yeah. And so he's got, he'll be talking for a while. Probably, I'll probably be like, yeah, I watched that. 
Okay, but it's yeah. We'll have we'll have a good amount that we could really speak about that we've actually been doing. Uh, but if you guys want to, you know, email us, give us feedback, positive or negative, you know, whatever you think we can improve on, uh, anything you think we're doing right, or if you have a question for the show, like I said, uh, send in a question. If we re- if it's the first one uh, sent in and we read it on the show, uh, you'll get a copy of Midnight Ultra on Steam. Uh, Email us at sutrosidetalk at gmail.com. Once again, it's in the show notes, so just look at the show notes below and uh, whatever platform you're listening to, it should be available so you can read it. Uh, if you want to support it, or actually if you want to follow us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter at sutrosidetalk. You can follow James at invaderjim124. You can follow me at gogocomzilla. If you want to support us, uh, you know... Give us a like, subscribe to us, uh, whatever it is on whichever app, favorite, just write a five-star review, give us five stars, all that kind of stuff. That will really help us out. That's honestly, like, obviously we don't make any money off this. I actually lose money from it. Uh, please, if you could do that kind of stuff, that would really help us. And, of course, the one thing you could do the most, the best thing you can do is share it with everyone else. Tell all your family, tell all your friends, be like, hey, check this shit out, it's terrible. Uh, you should really listen to it, though. They're, they're, they don't make any sense. They're weird. Hmm. Like, just whatever you need to to get other people to listen, trick them if you need to. Just uh, get other people to listen to this, and it'll really help us out. Um, that's that's all we ask. But until then, you guys have a great week. Enjoy the indoors. Yes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>